Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. So hello and welcome. If you're here for the first time, then it's fantastic to have you here. And if you're an avid listener already, then a jolly good hello to you as well. So it's 2022. We're already well into January. And last week I spoke about goal setting and three of the most common mistakes that people make when setting goals. So if you are in the process of setting goals and you haven't listened to that one yet, then please head on back there because you will save yourself a lot of time and heartache. This week, I'll be talking about one of the biggest reasons that people give for not even getting started on their goals in the first place. That reason is because they don't feel ready. But before we dive in, let's first of all talk about why it's so important to begin before you feel ready to do it. Well, the truth is that if you wait until you're ready, you'll probably never ever get started. And it's probably not the first time that you've heard that. But hearing it and really knowing it are two very different things. The level of your success is always going to be dependent on how comfortable you are at being uncomfortable. You have to become okay with feeling uncertain about what it is that you're doing because nothing new was ever created by only doing what you already know. Now, it is of course understandable that people want to play it safe. Your mind actually looks for what's familiar in your surroundings, in your life, because it's known to you. So you feel certain about it. That said, it doesn't always mean that it's good for you. Let me give you a scenario to explain what I mean by that. If a child saw their parent abusing alcohol or food when they grow up, then this will feel familiar to them. And there's loads of studies that show children who grow up in certain environments go on to follow in the same footsteps as their parents. So a child who saw their parents drinking heavily may go on to carry out the same behaviour. Even though consciously and logically they know that that behaviour isn't serving them, on some level it feels safe because there's no surprises. They feel certain about it. It's the same when it also comes to setting up a business or pursuing a hobby, meeting new people. Because it's unknown, there's no certainty and it feels uncomfortable. So most people will retreat and use the excuse that they're waiting until they're ready before they go there. As I mentioned, the problem is you'll never feel ready. If you haven't done something before, then in reality, you don't know if it's going to work or not. So it's about being able to do it anyway, even when you're not ready and working it out along the way. Now, this is a topic that I'm particularly passionate about because I put off so many things in my life because I did not feel ready to do them. Everything from leaving a relationship, starting a new relationship, pursuing my career, taking a course, starting a dance class. I didn't feel ready to do any of them. And so I didn't. And there were many years that you could say were wasted. But what I really did was learn a lot of things along the way. And I'm here today. So wherever you're starting from is great. Now, what I am going to do today is share with you five things that you can do, five ways of thinking to make getting started easier to do. So let's dive straight into them. 
Number one is to accept that you will mess up. It's okay. It's going to happen. So get used to it. The first time that you jumped on a bike without stabilizers, you probably didn't feel ready. And when you fell off, it probably hurt a little, but you knew that it was bound to happen. And it's exactly the same in life. You will mess up. There will be mistakes. So every time you do mess up, see it as an opportunity that there's something new to learn. You'll know how to do it better next time. So rather than putting the pressure on yourself for things to be perfect, to know exactly how it's going to go, accept that it's not going to go perfectly. And it will probably be more fun if it doesn't. So accept that you will mess up. Number two is stop comparing. There's a brilliant quote. I can't actually find who said it, but it goes something along the lines of don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. There is always going to be someone who is doing the very thing or something similar to what you want to do. Comparing where you are now to someone else who is further down the road than you does not help. Plus, you don't necessarily know what their goals are or what they've done to get to where they are. So make your goals about you and your journey. If you do look at others who are where you want to be, use it as inspiration rather than comparison. Let those people be the very people that show you what's possible. And you could even reverse engineer their success to find out what steps they took and how they got there. So using people as inspiration is a brilliant tool. It shows you what's possible and what you're capable of. Comparing yourself to them does not help. Now, to take it even further, you could also see if you can find out how they got there through what's known in NLP as modelling. Now, this isn't traditional modelling where you're posing in front of the camera. It's about taking someone who is amazing at what they do and then breaking it down so that you can uncover what their values are, what their beliefs are, what their thought processes are, their physiology. What do they say to themselves? How do they operate? Now, there's going to be a lot of people out there who may be where you want to be and you're not able to speak with them directly. But you can often find these things out through things like social media, articles, books that they've written. When you know how they do what they do, begin to adopt some of the same characteristics yourself. Become that person that you need to be to get to where you want to go. Which leads me on nicely to number three. So number three is to act as if. So fake it till you make it. A great way to do this is to embody your future self, the future version of you. So imagine yourself six, 12, even 18 months from now when you've achieved your goal, the very goal that you didn't think you were ready to even start. So by this point, you've overcome all the obstacles that you thought were once impossible. You've made it. So it's time to become that person and learn from them. So take on the physiology of the future you. So think about When you are that person, how do you stand? What's your posture? Are your shoulders back? Your head held high? How do you breathe? Are you a deep breather? How do you walk? Then also think about what beliefs you have. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about the world? What kind of things do you say to yourself? What's that inner dialogue that you have with you? And how do you feel? Do you feel confident? Do you feel assertive? Do you feel happy? 
Remember, by this point, you've overcome those initial hurdles, the ones that stopped you from getting started because you didn't think you were ready. And now you're stronger because of it. So take a moment, either right now or after the podcast, to ask that future version of you. Ask them what messages do they have for you. Ask them what you can do right now to be ready, even if you're not. So just pretend that you are. Pretend that you've made it. Become that person and hear what that person has to say. Now, here's the thing. When you pretend for long enough, you begin to believe it. So just try pretending that you're ready and see what happens. Cool. So let's go on then to step four. So step four is to take one step at a time. You have to walk before you can run. One misconception that I used to have was that in order to begin, I needed to know all of the steps along the way. And in reality, no matter how much you prepare, you're not going to know what all the steps are. And you could end up missing out on opportunities or not noticing better and more effective ways to do things when you have a fixed model of what you believe the road to get there has to be. Seeing as we're talking about roads, I'm going to relate this to driving. When you get into your car for your first driving lesson, do you feel ready? Well, if you're anything like me, then absolutely not. But you do it. You have someone with you who knows more than you do, someone who's been there and can give you guidance. Then you go on eventually to pass your test. Now, when you do pass your test and you're out on your own for the very first time on the big open road and there's no one there to press the brake pedals for you or tell you where to go, Do you feel ready? Possibly not. The way to feel ready is to do it, to just dive in. It's a bit like ripping off a plaster. If you do it slowly, it's painful and you feel every little tug pulling on each individual hair. Whereas if you just go for it all in and pull off the plaster quickly, it's not comfortable, but you get over it pretty fast. So when you have a goal, it's like driving a car and you've just got to dive in there. You only need to work on the very next step. When you've done that, you take the next one and then the next and then the next. Now, the big goal itself may be a hundred steps away and you couldn't actually possibly know what the 79th step will be when you're only on step three. But what many people do is wait until they think they have all 100 steps lined up before they even get started. And let's face it, most people never do. You're not going to know what step 84 is when you're starting out because you've not been there. So when you're on step three, what you can do is take step four and then step five. Only at that point does step six then begin to show itself. So just take one step at a time, knowing that you're heading in the right direction. Trying to work it out before you get there is a bit like trying to imagine all of the turns, all of the road markings, all of the potholes on a road that you've never been down before. You couldn't possibly know, and you probably wouldn't want to know. It'd be overwhelming. So just one step at a time, one turn at a time, and then the next. So number four, one step at a time. Now, number five, which I love, and that is to build your mental muscle. Now, if your goal is to speak in front of a stadium filled with 50,000 people, And your starting point, so where you are right now, is that you've never spoken in public before. Then that's a pretty big jump and it's enough to put off 
anyone from starting because how do you ever feel ready to go from zero to 50,000 in one jump? Well, the solution is to start small and practice. Now that may begin with speaking in front of your family and friends, whoever you have available to you. And delivering a talk in front of those people will probably be the toughest audience that you ever have because it's much easier to speak in front of people that you don't know. Then once you've done that, increase it. Deliver that same talk to a group of 10 people, then 20. And then the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. Plus, it also gives you the opportunity to hone your craft as you learn and get feedback along the way so you can continually improve. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And then you do get to the point that 50,000 people is the next logical step. So whilst you may not be ready for it, you know that it's the same process and you can do it. So number five is to build your mental muscle. Now, I was going to stop there, but I have thought of something else, a little bonus tip that I believe is really important when you're starting out at whatever it is you're doing. So I'm going to share another one with you. And that is to seek support and guidance. So it's okay to get help. The people who are at the very best at what they do, more often than not, had help along the way. This could be in the form of a mentor, a coach, friends, a community, an online course. So finding people to support you in your day to day so you can learn new skills, free up your time, take on their way of thinking, whatever it might be, so that you can work on your goals. Seeking help is such an empowering thing to do. Doing it on your own isn't utilising all of the tools that you have at your disposal. So to be really successful, you have to have the courage to reach out and find others who can help you to fill in those gaps that you don't yet know. You can, of course, absolutely go it alone, but why struggle and delay your own success? Delay creating the life that you want. Find people who have done the very thing that you want to do. And then, if you want to, you can model them. So take on their beliefs and embody the future you. Imagine yourself in the future having those beliefs yourself and pretend that you have them today. Now, one caveat to that is only take advice from those who have been there and done it themselves. There are going to be many people who will lovingly tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing, what you can or can't do, even if they've not actually ever done it themselves. So unless those people have lived it, it will just be their opinion based on their own perception of what is possible. So learn from the people who have lived it, learn from their mistakes so that you don't have to make the same ones. In other words, save yourself time, money and probably heartache along the way. No one has ever won an award for doing it all by themselves. It takes strength to know where your weaknesses lie and then find a way to overcome them, which may involve other people. So those are the five things that you can do today. Well, actually the six with the bonus one. So to recap on those, number one is accept that you will mess up and that's okay. Number two, stop comparing yourself with others. This is your journey, so make it about you. Number three, act as if. Pretend that you know exactly what to do and eventually you will. Embody the future you right now. Number four, take one step at a time. Number five, build your mental muscle. Practice, practice, practice and continue to build on it. And then the bonus tip is to seek help. So find others who have been there 
and achieved what you want to achieve and learn from them. So that is it for today. But I am going to leave you with a parting question, which is, what is the one thing that you can do right now, even if it's only something small, to get started today? And I would love to hear what that is. So please share it with me. Take a screenshot, take a selfie and tag us at the Beyond Community on Instagram and let me know what it is that you're doing. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from today's episode, maybe somebody who's been putting something off because they don't feel ready, then please share this episode with them. For now, thank you for listening. Have a good day and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving the review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.